1: i'm doing well so Perfect. we're on a uh we'll chat a minute and see what you want to what, what are some things you want to cover and then we'll dive right in what are some uh good things you want to cover i always like to kind of get the origin story of the chiropractors you know how you became a chiropractor all that boring stuff but after that what else do you want to mm-hmm. cover besides your modern chiropractic group there
2: oh you know we could discuss content marketing and you know different information around that would be great okay yeah i'm sure we'll you what kind of on the same page marketing
1: wise, I'm sure we can uh, pl- find plenty to talk about. <laughs> yeah.
2: what What's right. kind of the essence of your show?
1: Hey, it's mostly kind of, it's, actually, it's, mostly, oh, it's all Yeah, we have different, you know, I do like half interviews and half myself. I've had Mark Santa and John D. Martini, and all those kind of people on. So we interview them about different mm. stuff. And then, uh, yeah, the most of it's yeah, all sorts of different success topics. We do goals and, you know, that kind of stuff, mm. the marketing. So it's kind of all, all success and
2: practice basically. Okay. And is it all right to have a little call to action at the end or anything?
1: Oh, yeah. No, no. I'll I'll set you up for that one. Don't you worry. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Cool. All right. All right. You ready, Doc? I'm ready. Okay, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Path to Success with Dr. Jay. We have a very special guest. So we have Dr. Kevin Christie on the line. Dr. Kevin is a chiropractor just like you and I, and he's also the uh, owner of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Group, which we'll get into a little bit more down there, and he's a marketing expert, particularly in content marketing. So thanks for being on the call today, Dr. Kevin. How are we doing?
2: I'm doing great. Thank you for your time. I really really appreciate this opportunity.
1: Good. Well, it's good to have you on, and I, I happen to follow your, your, some of your stuff online. You're really in, uh, on top of marketing, especially in the chiropractic space, but you really know your stuff. We'll get into that in just a minute. But uh, first, I kind of like to get all the chiropractor's origin
2: stories. So, uh,
1: how did you become a chiropractor, yeah. Doctor Kevin?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Grew up an athlete, uh, good, good baseball player. Not great, not good enough for real college. So I went to Florida State University for education, and uh, but the sports aspect uh, through high school and and experiencing the chiropractic care for it was really got got me on track even before I went to Florida State. So I, I knew what I wanted to to do. And uh, stuck with it, then went to Logan College of Chiropractic, graduated there in December of 2005, and moved back down to South Florida, where I'm from. And, you know, kind of ran the gamut as far as uh, practice. I you know, worked for someone for a year and a half, that went great. I uh, was in a business partnership for a few years, and then opened up my own practice in uh, 2010.
1: Nice. And how's it been going since 2010? Building up the practice? Seems like you're doing very well.
2: Yeah, it's been great. You know, I. I uh, have no complaints. There's been a couple bumps in the road. I think everybody experiences that, uh, but uh, had some pretty exponential growth early on. And then uh, just kind of you know, been riding that wave a little bit, but, but never settling. Right.
1: Yeah. You always got to be growing and changing and always trying new things and learning new
2: stuff and growing your business for sure.
1: And it seems like uh, you have kind of emphasis in sports now, correct?
2: Yeah, I always did. You know, I, I, I didn't know a lot about marketing back in 05, 06 when I was starting, but I I knew I wanted to work with athletes and active adults and healthy people that were just, you know, dealing with some pain or injuries and and had high-level goals. And I just enjoyed that patient population, so I was doing a lot of public speaking around that, a lot of um, things with active release technique and just really diving into that niche. I I got really lucky in uh, 2007 when I went into that partnership, it was inside of a a sports training facility in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And, you know, I walk in there, and it's this kind of dingy gym, two floors. But every top NFL player you could think of was in there working out, and I was like, i got to take this opportunity. Uh, So I did, and and that's really what uh, propelled me a lot with the pro athletes, and in particular the NFL. I've uh, been in the NFL Combine for, for 10 years in a row and a clinical director for a training program down here. Uh, so it's that's definitely been uh, my niche and really helped build some authority in the area. And so when I did open up my own practice in 2010, I, I was able to hit the ground running. Uh, so, yeah, mostly sports, but also a lot of the desk workers as well. So I, I feel like once I did well in the community with that first niche, I was able to add a second one and uh, do pretty well with that as well. So it's uh, yeah, that's definitely... The niche, um, a lot of people now, it's, it's kind of ironic, you know, obviously think of me with a lot of the marketing stuff, but I really built my business and my practice on the clinical side of things. Uh, you know, I traveled on the PGA Tour a little bit in 2011, so that was really my bread and butter. And then, uh, you know, once I opened my own practice, I realized that I needed to also understand business and marketing. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's, uh, that is very true. A lot of docs never come around to realizing that. Well, I'll tell you a little bit about, about, more about sports, and actually my best friend and roommate from chiropractic school has been the New England Patriots chiropractor for several years. And just seeing what he's oh, gone through, and people don't realize working with the high-end athletes like you, the amount of like, seminars you have to go to, and you have to be up on the latest sports medicine and go you to know, sports symposiums and keeping your certificates going and ART and all these different techniques. I mean, it's so it's challenging. It's a lot, and they expect a lot at that high level. But tell us a little bit more, you know, yeah. about all that. You know, the clinical skills that are required—it's a lot more difficult than a lot. I talk to young docs, and they don't realize, you know, how difficult it is getting into that.
2: It is, and I think uh, one of the biggest, yeah, obviously, certifications are helpful. And uh, I think I do think on one end, young chiropractors make a mistake is they they just think all the letters behind their name is what's going to uh, get them all of the recognition and is going to turn them into a great sports chiropractor, you, you got to look at those certifications more about the knowledge you're gaining and how is it going to be applicable to uh, the real world. And, and that's going to help you. But yeah, you you definitely have to have a clinical mindset. You have to be able to assess injuries. Uh, but it's always, you know, it's always interesting because, you know, you drive down the street and you see all these chiropractors that will will promote that they treat sports injuries. And not to say that they don't, um, but to get to the, like, to, to treat with a high level, you have to really um, separate yourself from that. And you have to have a little bit different of a skill set, uh, in my opinion, um, to, to be able to handle that. But I think anybody can, as long as they set their, their mind to that and, and get some proper certifications and training, whatever that may be, there's different ways of doing it. Uh, but then understanding how to work as a team, I I think one of the biggest mistakes chiropractors make in many facets of our profession, but they, they tend to be kind of the the lone wolf or, or not work well with others and, and you can't do that if you're going to work with athletes or teams and things of that nature
1: yeah and you certainly have to say your ego at the door as well uh there's a couple of points yeah. brought there great i wanted to talk a little bit more about <clears throat> you know you talked about you know the, the sports and too you know yeah those certifications aren't going to get you all the way in there and you know my friend we were, we roomed together in undergrad and graduate school and i've seen him his journey and you know the years of stuff he had to do to work his way up to the pay. He does the Patriots and the Red Sox, he's like one of the only people with a Super Bowl ring and a World Series ring. But um, you know he used to the first five years he's doing girls' roller derby teams and working your way up yep. from there. And just I mean, ten years of paying your dues, doing the the Saturday night working girls' roller derby, you know, taping ankles on a Saturday night. I mean, the amount of years you got to put in. These young docs think they're going to get out of school and go work for the Jets or something. That uh, you know, it's probably it's a you got to really pay your dues, right?
2: Yeah, you know, and it's a it's obviously it's a results driven um industry, right? And so you you got to get results and you got to get results quickly. And it's not one of those things where you can just afford to set up this long treatment plan and say, you know, it's going to take 3 months to get rid of this back pain. You got to come in 3 Good. times a week and all that. Like you you got to get it done quickly and so part of that is really having a a pretty well rounded assessment And then understanding what is in your arena that you can treat and what you need to refer out or collaborate with another provider to help that person get better as quick as possible. So you really got to be patient-centered in this case. I think you need to be patient-centered with everybody, but the cookie-cutter stuff's not going to work. And and you got to be willing to collaborate with other providers that will help this athlete get better uh, quickly.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Another bit really important, you just kind of said it really quick before, and I wanted to go over especially when you talk to young docs, they want to get into sports. And, you know, what they don't realize, it's its pretty – there's very few to know practices that are 100% sports practice. And, you know, if you want to be a sports focus, that's okay. But you got to be able to take care of regular people as well.
2: It's really – you know, there's very few totally sports-only practices around there. Oh, absolutely. You know, and I think that's one of the things that, all, that also carries over in a little bit of the marketing where, you know, I – people kind of get to know me in the area with the sports, but who do you think the regular people want to go see, right? They want to go see the chiropractor that's working with athletes, even if they're not, right? Because there's a there's that built-in trust and authority. It's like, well, if he's good enough to work with the NFL guys, I'm sure he's good enough to work on my back, right? Um, so you can niche to the, to the athletes and then get a lot of the carryover to the regular folks for sure.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. And people don't sometimes realize that, or they think they can only work on athletes. And you're certainly not too many areas of the country where you can only be able to practice just on athletes. You're going to have to do uh do do both. And there's nothing wrong with that. But like you said, there's a lot of carryover, and they do always like to see that you're the athlete doctor, and that's always good for business as well. Uh, so, take us on. So, you've been yeah. practicing successful doing sports, and uh, t- tell us about this modern chiropractic marketing group you started. It's really seemed to take off on Facebook, and tell us a little bit more about that
2: yeah absolutely. So in twenty thirteen, I joined an entrepreneur coaching group called Strategic Coach. Um, the way I look at it from a successful practice or a thriving practice is you really have to you have to be sound clinically, you have to be sound from a business perspective, and you have to be sound with marketing, and then you obviously have to have good communication within all three of those. Your communication with your patient is going to increase the outcomes your communication with your staff and other business aspects is going to help. And obviously your communication with your marketing is going to benefit. And uh, when I joined Strategic Coach, one of the big principles that they had was developing a self-managing company. And so when I learned that, I was like, you know, I really want to have a self-managing practice and I don't want it to be completely reliant on me. Um, So I really enjoyed that. And then that happened to kind of You know, you get some of these byproducts when you go down this rabbit hole of things. And as I'm going through Strategic Coach, and in early 2014, I started hearing about some of these marketing guys like Joe Polish and Dan Kennedy and uh, some others. And and, and I ended up really just falling in love with the process of learning marketing and applying it to my business. And I I soon realized, like, if you apply good marketing to your business, you're going to really help have that self-managing practice. It's a big Component of it. Uh, I tend to be someone that like dives in, you know, heavy into a topic and learn it, and then I can start to delegate it out. Um, so uh, I joined under some masterminds in 2015. I I started training under the Content Marketing Institute, and just read everything I could possibly read. And then obviously it's nice to have my own practice where I can kind of test drive some of these ideas and marketing strategies. Uh, so, I started doing that and started seeing the results. And uh, just, you know, I, it was July of 2016 that we started the Facebook group, the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Group. And it kind of just took off from there. Uh, early on, um, I wanted to make sure I had a lot of experts in there. I didn't want it to be just me spouting out information to everybody. Uh, you see that a lot with Facebook groups where people will start them with good intentions, but it becomes kind of a ghost town. And because it's the only thing that are, being posted is from the group owner and no one's really engaged, right? I think you've probably seen those type of groups before.
1: Yeah, most of them are out there. I mean that's how yeah. I found out about you. I'm not sure I ended up in the group, but uh, you know, I see the group, there's a lot of good stuff and we're both on the same page, Dan Kennedy, Joe Polish and all that. And I saw a lot of good information being shared and uh, yeah, that's kinda how you came to my attention. But go ahead and tell us more about the evolution of it.
2: Yeah. So we started it and it started to take off and it just kinda grew into itself. And and then I would say uh, April of 2017, I started the podcast, the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show, and that really took off. And and then we've had virtual summits. We had one in March. Uh, We're going to have one in November. It's going to be the Business and Marketing Virtual Summit. Uh, And so we started doing some of that. And then it just, you know, sometimes the recognition helps out. And uh, I got asked to speak at Parker Vegas coming up in February. I'm speaking uh, five other different locations on, on the topic of marketing. And really, if, if I had to pinpoint what my niche is within marketing is content marketing. Uh, I'm not a social media expert. I know it. You know, Obviously, the benefit of having a podcast is I interview a lot of experts. And so I learned so much just by doing that. But uh, if I had to really boil it down, it's it's I think content marketing is a great strategy for chiropractors. It's kind of a form of invisible marketing where people don't necessarily feel marketed to and they don't they don't feel like to get in that sales pitch and and all that but they are very uh, appreciative of the value you're providing and when something does happen they do think of you
1: yeah so tell us a little bit like like you said there's kind of your area you're known for content marketing for some of our listeners might not know what that means tell us a little bit more about what content marketing means and, and how you apply that into your businesses
2: yeah, absolutely. So, like, content marketing is kind of becoming a, a generalized term now, and content, and you're hearing all that. But, uh, content marketing, if you really had to boil it down, it's, it's actually having a, str- a strategy around content to where it's going to take you know, you're going to build an audience, it's going to kind of nurture an audience, and then you're going to obviously have some call to actions within that. I always like to, I got this from a book, a Dan Kennedy book that he wrote with somebody that I can never remember her name, but I'd like to give her credit. And she talked, oh, it's, uh, last name is Walsh Phillips. forget her first name.
1: Oh, yeah, Kim, Kim,
2: yeah. Yeah, Kim, there you go. And she brought up the, the, I love this analogy where she talked about your marketing should be 85% PBS and 15% uh, QVC. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of, you know, a play on words as far as, yeah, it needs to be very informative but yeah there's some call to actions and stuff like that but not all the time most people are just um all they're doing is is spouting out uh call to actions all the time right and it's too pitchy and and I think being a doctor um you don't want to have that and so I think with content marketing it uses content strategically to drive uh customer action frankly and, and it does that various ways. I think one of the mistakes people are making is they're not realizing that. I like to use kind of the analogy of, 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 of a vehicle or, or car or whatever, and, and so the content is the fuel, and then the social media, the Facebooks and the Instagrams and the emails or whatever, YouTube, that's just the vehicle to get that, you know, content out there. And then the GPS is like having clear messaging. Uh, I've gotten a lot into the story branding and uh, the, the clear messaging of your marketing. That's the GPS. That's where you're going. you know if you If you put the fuel in the car but you don't know where you're going, then you're not going to get where you want to be. And so the mistake a lot of people are making with their marketing is that they may have these kind of random acts of content being done, but there's no uh, strategy behind it. There's no clear messaging. And then they're not optimizing the social media well, and then they go and blame uh, Facebook ads don't work or uh, content marketing doesn't work, you know, like all these different things. But uh, when it comes down to it, maybe their messaging was off or maybe their targeting was off. You know, there's a lot of different components to it. But essentially creating content is, um, I think, one of the best forms of marketing for chiropractors.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and I want to touch on another point. I mean, yeah, content marketing is always great, and it's easier than ever with video and podcasts and all this stuff. But I think one of the other things you said, is, you know, they don't, people don't have a plan. And one of the first things when I get a new coaching client, they come to me is one well, of the first things I usually do with them is a marketing calendar. So we'll set up their marketing for the whole year, whether that's the events they're doing, appreciation days, content, all that stuff. Because what most docs do is they do a bunch of marketing, they hear this podcast, that they hear your stuff, and they go out and do stuff for a month, and then they don't do anything for two or three months in the practice you know, kind of ride that roller coaster, I always say. It goes up a bit because you did some stuff, and then you don't know, do anything for two months. It goes back down, and, you know, over 10 years the practice is the same spot it was 10 years ago because they just don't consistently market. So so sometimes clients come to me, they want to bring on more, bring on associate, help me do this, help me do this, and so a lot of times the first thing I'm doing with them is sitting down to make sure we have a marketing plan for the whole year drawn up.
2: Yeah, absolutely. you got to have a marketing plan, quarterly, quarterly. Um, I like to do a monthly editorial calendar on the content that we are going to create and what the goals of it are and who's doing it, who's editing it, things of that nature. Um, you know, you want to have a plan. You need to be consistent. Uh, you need to be creative, right? Like, there's, you don't have to be um, over the top or if you're not funny, don't try to be funny. Like, You got to know who you are and stuff like that. But you can still be very creative with, with your content for sure.
1: Yeah, that's some other good points, too. I mean,
2: I think the best, you know, content is really letting
1: your own personality come out, whatever that is. People trying to pretend to be you or me or Gary Halbert or Dan Kennedy, you know, if that's not your personality, you know, it's not, that's not going to work at all. Just being yourself usually works
2: best for most of this stuff, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's what I've found. I have I think we've all made that mistake before, you know. I know, like, recently there was that, I don't know, the dentist did that dance and all that stuff, and then all of a sudden oh, the yeah. chiropractors were doing yeah. it, and. And it was like, okay, yeah, I get it, you know, but then there's some people doing it and it's like, uh, you're probably more embarrassing yourself than actually catching any any, any benefits from it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was a good-looking uh, yeah, guy in good that shape. Works. I think most of us don't want to see his pants around like that. That's a good point. So if you had to, just a couple, uh, where would you think is the best place for a chiropractor to kind of do their marketing now? Do you see the best opportunities? Is it putting content on Facebook? Or you know, what would some of be the best strategies you'd give for a doctor listening
2: yeah, I like to start out simple and my first thing is I like to make sure you're emailing your patients once a week um with good content. You know, get that done. Uh, sometimes we we get too enamored by new patient marketing. Obviously, it's important, but uh I uh, you know, Dean Jackson talks about the before, during and after units of marketing. And before being, obviously, that's kind of your new patient marketing. During is during that patient experience, and after is when they've uh, completed their treatment plan or they're no longer in your practice. You still want to be marketing to those folks, and that could be the uh, the cheapest way to doing it. So I think email is is huge. Um, I do like Facebook. I'm more Facebook than Instagram, but man, there's some people really doing well on Instagram. Uh, I just over the years since 2010 have built a pretty good following on Facebook, even in my community but I think the problem with people's perspective on Facebook is they only look at it as Facebook ads and there's a lot more to it. You know, it's, you you, you can choose to use your public profile and have patients on there. If you choose to, that's fine. Just don't post probably political and religious and controversial things on that. If you're going to make that decision. I, I do have a lot of uh, people in my community as personal friends on there. I'm, I'm big into the triathlon community and running community here and, but I just choose not to post controversial stuff on my personal feed. Um, but you don't have to do that. you got to develop your business page. and You need to be posting on that. You you can do so many things uh, with it. It's great. And then be involved in certain Facebook groups that are within your community. Um, you, just be involved, be useful, and you can get a lot out of that as well. Uh, but then, yeah, Facebook ads. And, and I think with Facebook ads there's a lot of stuff you can do. Uh, it's just amazing what Facebook – has like, you know, when, when it says to optimize for video views, the reason why they're doing that is if you put a video and you optimize for video views, they will actually target people that tend to watch more videos than others. Um, They're going to put it in front of the eyes of people that actually like watching videos. They know this data. It's crazy. I'm, I don't watch a lot of videos on Facebook, so I'm probably not going to be high on their list of people for video views. Or if you're trying to get someone on, you know, you're putting a blog onto your website um, you, you definitely want to optimize for that, for that traffic, because they'll find people that tend to click on those and go and read blogs. Um, so there's, it's just amazing what Facebook can do with targeting. You can <clears throat> you can upload your email list into Facebook and have an audience that's basically anybody associated with that email address on Facebook. It's, it's now an audience, and then you can do a 1% lookalike of that audience, and now it's going to target people that are very similar demographically to your patient base, like it's just amazing what you can do, and if you don't have the financial resources to outsource it right now, learn it, do it, get good at it, make more money, make more profit, and then outsource it so I think that's kind of yeah, what, absolutely for me the key with with that,
1: yeah, good stuff there that's that's what we did, you know I learned it all, and I used to do a lot, I kind of liked it, and then uh, you know, as we got busier and other things going on, it's just, it got to be a lot, and it seems like they changed things. You know, As soon as you figure something out, they changed things around a little bit, so just hiring a company that does this full-time makes sense for most doctors. But there's definitely nothing wrong with learning it, for sure. Yeah, a lot of good tips in there with the lookalikes yeah. and all that. I think you're right. You know, Facebook's the best opportunity for most doctors now, but I think you're right, and Instagram seems to be kind of gaining a lot of steam, which is also Facebook, so... Nice thing is your ads cross over if yeah. you, uh, you know don't want to – we're not super active on Instagram, but you can still run your ads, so it kind of works out well. Uh, so, but, uh, yeah, changing, it's always changing, but Facebook's been the king for a while. We'll see if that uh, keeps up forever. So, Dr. Christie, yeah, if you want to get in sure. touch with you and learn more about what you do, tell us some uh, good ways to get in touch with you
2: and, uh, and go from there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, we have the podcast, and a lot of people do that, but check out our Facebook group, the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Group. Uh, You can email me, Kevin, at moderndeskjockey.com if you have any questions. Um, And then the other thing is we've uh, developed the Chiropractic Success Academy, and it's got four channels. One is the producer, which is all about marketing. The other is the business person. The third is clinical. And and the fourth is uh, the doctor, like the mindset. And so we talk a lot about different strategies of growth. And uh, we're really trying to get chiropractors uh, thriving. And it's a, it's an online academy, very affordable, uh, very engaged group. Uh, we drip content weekly, and it's just going extremely well. And, and they can find that at, um, you can go to bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash uh, C-S-A circle, and you can find that. Uh, we'd love to have you part of that. And, and I'm pretty engaged. We have owned our own academy on that but then we also have a facebook group like a secret facebook group that's associated with it so we dive in deeper on a lot of that content and say my my uh, open facebook group uh, the modern chiropractic marketing group
1: yeah and it's a great group i've been there for a while i picked up some tips and a lot of good people and i know most of the people sharing there are good people it's a good group and not a lot of spam or anything like that so definitely i would uh, imagine you check out
2: that resource
1: all right, Dr. Christie, thank you for joining us today. Uh, we'll look forward to talking to you soon.
2: Definitely. Thank you. Thanks, Kevin. Awesome. I appreciate it.